Good morning, it's May 23rd, 2022, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Following the election in 2016, when Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton, the question that was raised was whether or not Trumpers' campaign had colluded with Russians. This became the focus of a major investigation and the creation of the Mueller special counsel team. Democrats pounced on this question and hammered it constantly with both the Congress and the media. Their friends in the media bought this accusation, hook, line, and sinker, and joined them in repeating it over and over, giving it credibility in the eyes of many Americans. One thing you learn in life is that when someone is accused of something, a number of people, in this case a large number, believed it because they want it to be true. And even when the accusation is disproved, when the accused is shown to be innocent, many of them will still hold to their belief that the accused is actually guilty. This is true in both criminal justice system and in politics. We now know that the two-year-long investigation did not show the evidence the Democrats wanted so badly to come forth. Millions of dollars were spent on this investigation, and there was little fruit to the charges. But that did not stop Democrats from hammering away at these charges in an attempt to delegitimize the presidency of Donald Trump. Now, I've said many times that I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. I like the policies of his administration, but felt, and still do, that personally he was not the right guy for the job. He's too self-centered and tends to speak without a filter on what he might be saying. He fired people for simply having the temerity to disagree with him. He exaggerated on things there was no reason to exaggerate. A classic example was right out of the box, he claimed that more people attended his inauguration than did Barack Obama's inauguration. Now anyone with a pair of eyes could look at the videos and photos of both inaugurations and know he was wrong. But that didn't stop Donald Trump. He persisted in saying, the same thing over and over, hoping people would believe him. Now, before I go any further, I want to acknowledge that Russian operatives did try to interfere in the 2016 election. I think there's broad agreement on that fact. But we should not be naive enough to think that the United States does not try to interfere in foreign elections, and so we should not be as outraged as we seem to be that some other foreign government tried to influence ours. This is what intelligence services do around the world. But the question that was in need of an answer was, did the Trump campaign collude with the Russians? The answer is no. And during that whole investigation, one of the things I maintained was they weren't smart enough to collude. Looking back, we should look at some of the statements made by prominent Democrats. First up is Senator Richard Blumenthal, Democrat from Connecticut. Now, everybody remembers him. He stated over and over that he was a Vietnam veteran, only to find out he'd never been to Vietnam and served in the military during the Vietnam War. But should we, and not even active duty, but should we trust him when he says something? I wouldn't. In 2018, Blumenthal told MSNBC the following, quote, the evidence is pretty clear that there was collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russians. Now the moderator pushed back on him asking, was it really that clear? Well, Blumenthal doubled down and said, quote, the evidence is there, whether they have enough of it to bring criminal charges to another issue in town, end quote. But he still wasn't done. Just a few days before the Mueller report, which cleared Trump of most of the charges, Blumenthal stated, there are indictments in this president's future. Well, he wouldn't let it go. Do you think he ever apologized or said he was wrong? Nope, didn't. Then we have Jerry Nadler, Democrat from New York, the current chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. In a CNN interview, he stated that he definitely remembered, definitely saw a collusion. The fact that the Manafort and Trump Jr. met with the Russian agents who told them they wanted to give them dirt on Hillary as part of the Russian government's 
attempt to help them, and that they said fine. So according to Nadler, he said, quote, I mean, it's clear that the campaign colluded, and there's a lot of evidence of that. The question is, was the president involved, end quote. Ted Lieu, another Democrat from California, he tweeted out one word, collusion. Eric Swalwell, I love this guy. Someone you remember was involved sexually with a Chinese agent. He had to weigh in and said, quote, there's circumstantial evidence that Trump colluded. He knew that they were doing this. He family was meeting with them. Others being made, offers being made. It was being passed to him. He would publicly go out and encourage him to do it, end quote. And then we have that paragon of intellectualism. We have Maxine Waters. This is the congresswoman that urged people to confront anyone working in the Trump administration, no matter where they saw them. If you saw them at a restaurant, get up in their face. On collusion, she said, quote, here you have a president who I can tell you, I guarantee you, is in collusion with the Russians to undermine our democracy. Here you have a president who has obstructed justice, and here you have a president that lies every day, end quote. Wow. Do you think Maxine's ever apologized for that statement? You can bet she didn't. And finally, you could not ignore Adam Schiff. Not the guy on Law and Order, but the congressman from California. Over and over, Schiff said that he had definitive, incontrovertible evidence that Trump and his campaign had colluded with Russians. But when he, pre when he was pressed on it, he never produced this evidence. And I've wondered why the people in his district still vote for him without asking him, where's this evidence? Where is it that you said you had in his possession? If I lived in this district, I would demand that he produce it, or maybe just lying. Now let's compare how the Democrats and the media treated the story about Hunter Biden's laptop. I think we all know that they dismissed it as Russian disinformation, and it was not to be believed. And yet now, the New York Times, the Washington Post, even Newsweek, and other media outlets have verified that the laptop and its contents are legitimate. But do you hear any Democrats in Congress demanding an investigation or suggesting they hold hearings and call witnesses? Maybe there was some collusion between Hunter Biden and his father, Joe Biden. Well, not a peep out of them on that subject. And this week, we get the latest bombshell in the collusion issue. In testimony, it was revealed that the Steele dossier, the source for the entire Mueller investigation, was in fact not only false, that Christopher Steele had been paid by the Clinton administration to do its opposition research on Trump, that it was compiled from hearsay and third-hand gossip, and the source that was alleged to be from Russia was, in fact, someone working at the Brookings Institute and living in the United States. It was I Igor Danchenko, who was indicted for making false statements about information. He said he had received from an anonymous caller. You heard it right, an anonymous caller who claimed the Kremlin was colluding with Trump to get him elected. And the indictment said he knew the information to be false, but he passed it on anyway. Think about it. Somebody calls him up and says, I think Trump's colluding with Russia, so let's pass that on. This past week, the final shoe dropped and it came down with a loud thud. Robbie Mook, the former campaign manager for Hillary Clinton, testified on Friday that the 2020 Democratic presidential nominee agreed to provide information about a link between her opponent, Donald Trump, and, and the Russia Alpha Bank to a reporter, despite the fact that the campaign was not certain about the truth of the allegations. This testimony came in the trial of Michael Sussman, a Clinton lawyer and operative. Mook said the decision to reach the ALF allegations to a reporter was discussed with senior campaign officials, including senior policy advisor and now White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, and campaign chairman John Podesta and communications director Jennifer Palmieri. He made it clear that Hillary Clinton personally approved 
sending this information to reporters because she did not trust the FBI to investigate. This way, she was sure the public would see it and the accusations would damage the Trump campaign. So the question you all have to be asking yourself, and I'm asking it, is why has the media downplayed this story and why are they not demanding that Hillary Clinton fess up? Why are they not demanding that Democrats like Adam Schiff and Richard Blumenthal retract their statements or admit they were lying for political purposes? I think we all know the answer to those questions because the media bought into them as well and they would have to admit how wrong they were and how biased they are. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.